I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, <clears throat> I'm I'm a I'm operating at somewhat less than 100% of my capacity today. Why is that? Well, why, why are you operating this way? We uh, we went we decided to have a a, a late lunch, early dinner. We mm-hmm. decided to have an appetizer. Uh, we went you, to you a, and your lady, me and my lady friend. Okay. We, we went to a Thai restaurant. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Ooh, we'll get some yummy Tom Kha Gai soup." I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I I, I want to slip into that accent when I say Tom Kha Gai because it sounds fun. I don't know. I think it's a Scottish accent. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. And and so the lady was like, "How spicy do you want it? One through five. And I said, "How spicy is five? And she said, "Quite spicy." And I said, "I'll take it." Really? And I got the five, and uh, it was pretty spicy. Uh-huh. Uh, I had you know. Like I'd never really experienced this before, where you get all sweaty and you turn kind of red, and you as know, you were eating it, yeah, as 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 I was eating uh-huh. it. But later later on, though, uh, recently, um, uh, within the last few minutes, I've noticed another property of eating an incredibly uh, spicy batch of soup, which is that I I've got, I don't know, the I've got the bottom half of a screaming eagle going on, uh-huh. and uh, still kind of sweaty. Um, Right. Also, the air conditioner is broken. Yeah, that feels great. Yeah, it's it's very it's very cozy uh, in here. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah, so we might have to take a, a a few extra breaks. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll do you uh, do you have any advice for me, Roy? Uh, well, get the air conditioning fixed. That that would be a thing. I assume you're doing something about that, right? I was looking for more of a short term uh, solution. Oh, okay. Well, we could move this setup into the bathroom so that you could just sit on the toilet while Ooh. we record. Uh, you don't think the acoustics would be bad? It might help. I it mean, would the, also add to the, the I mean, richness the, of your words. The diarrhea noises, not not the actual acoustic properties oh, of the the bathroom. diarrhea noises. Yeah. Can't you just edit those out? You know how when you sing in the shower, it sounds really cool? Maybe we should record this podcast in the shower. Yeah, it would sound like, really good. Wow, we were on key the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so how were your poop noises? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a... Uh, they're dulcet, dulcet tones. That's what uh, dulco, dulcet deuces. That's what dulcolax. Uh, the root word of that is dulce. Like What's dulcet. dulcolax? Dulcolax. It's a laxative that makes you poop uh, oh. caramel. Oh really? Yeah, Soft serve. Dulcet, dulcet de leche. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a bad case of the dulcet de leche today. Yeah, that's good. Ah, how was, uh, how was your week, Roy? Uh, it was pretty good. And you know what? I'm pretty elated because I have a new lease on life. You do? Yeah. The world did not end yesterday. So, oh, so that it's was like pretty great, right? S- we got to do another podcast. Starting over. Yeah. 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 What, are you, what are your resolutions? Uh, well, I'm going to ignore all the previous things that I had planned and come up with new things and then not do those. That, how is that different than what you normally do? It's a new day. I see. So it's just different things. Yeah. I also forgot all the previous resolutions. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Hard to, hard to stick with things that you don't know what they are. It is. But, you know, if you forget constantly, then it doesn't matter. You're fine. You know, we made a point. Now of not, I just woke up. We made a point of not going to any rapture parties. Did you go to any rapture parties? No, no. Yeah. Uh, what did you do this week? Uh, well, one of the things which I wanted to talk about is that um inspired by you i made some uh, mint simple syrup this week Ooh. and i thought that was really good it was delicious i've been using it to make just regular um carbonated drinks with and then i decided hey this would work for other things so i made some basil lim- uh, simple syrup okay and now it's pretty good and tastes like basil so you can use that to make like a sugar pie sure or yeah. some sugar noodles yes exactly 
uh, some kind of sugary basil uh, salad. If you're throwing a dinner party for four-year-olds. <laughs> yes, they love it. The noodles are actually those uh, strings of licorice. <laughs> yes, it's gum. Uh, big League Chew. <laughs> Uh, so so that was pretty good. And then I also decided, you know, well, if that was so good, I should try something else. So I, I made one with $100 bills. You need three of them. So at least $300. Tastes like a million bucks. But you only spend $300 to, to do it. Pretty good exchange rate. Yeah, it it's is. It's not often you get a million bucks worth of experience for only $300. Exactly. And it's a delicious drink. I once had a prostitute like a rock star. insist that she was a million dollar prostitute, but she only charged me $300 because she thought I was cute. Really? That's what that's, she said. That's a big deal. It was terrible, though. Oh. She she did a bad blowjob? Uh, oh. Is that what you're supposed to... I, I'm always... What did you have her do? I'm always too embarrassed to ask. I, we just, you know, kind of held hands. You're too embarrassed to ask? Yeah. I mean, oh. isn't that awkward? Yeah, it is I kind mean, of it's awkward. Always, it always sucks to ask for a blowjob and then you don't get one. Yeah, so it would you would hate to be turned down by the prostitute, right? I know I've talked about this uh, before, but this is one of the beautiful things about hand jobs. Mm -hmm. People say hand jobs are for babies. Only babies get hand jobs. I don't get hand jobs anymore because I'm not a baby. But the nice thing about hand jobs, you never get turned down. No matter no matter how uptight the prostitute is, if you ask for a hand job and give her three hundred dollars, she will always give you a hand job. Really, that sounds like a great deal. Easy, not embarrassing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so what else did you do besides these culinary endeavors? Uh, I went to a uh, art show on Friday. Was it Third Friday? It was Third Friday. Um, was it an art show that you made all the art for? No, it wasn't. But I, well, I went to two shows. I went to one in which I had a piece, uh, the ping pong paddle show. But I also made a print out of the ping pong paddle images. And... Um, drop them off so that they could sell to people which I don't think they did but uh, it turned out okay so I was really happy about that and I made those in the studio and then um, I was told I should check out a show that was down the street um, at this gallery called uh, Eye Lounge and it was all normally Eye Lounge is divided into three different galleries but this artist uh, Sarah Hurwitz um, took up the whole space and what she made was a deli like a meat deli and it was filled with uh, like prepackaged meats, but they were all um, mythical creatures. Like a Carl Budig unicorn. Carl Budig unicorn. Yeah, you never you never experienced the Carl Budig. No. You know how uh, you'll uh, sometimes buy uh, you know a little pouch uh, like Big League Chew, but instead of being filled with Big League Chew, it's filled with um, like mechanically separated, really thin slices of of lunch meat. Uh huh. Those okay. are often made by Carl Budig. Oh. No, I didn't know that. It's a cool name. B-U-D-D-I-G. Yeah, it sounds famous. Terrence Budig, not good. <laughs> Carl Budig, that's a name with some authority, some panache, Carl. some zest. Yeah. Uh, and it was a really fun show. I think you should see it. Um, it'll be up for a few weeks. So if you're in the Phoenix area, you should go see this show. Yeah. It was it was awesome. I'll, in fact, I'll just take some photos and put it on the Facebook page because it was really, really neat. It reminded me of that uh, pirate store in, in San Francisco that we went to. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was, you know, like mermaid claws and, I don't know, like griffin tails. And I bought a... So it was like a Harry Potter store. Did they sell pumpkin juice? They did not sell pumpkin juice because it was a real art show with real art. And uh, 
everyone knows pumpkin juice isn't art. What if it's really good pumpkin juice? Uh, then it's just really good not art. What if it's pumpkin juice with a crucifix suspended in it? Then it might be art. What if it's pumpkin juice with a bullwhip stuck up its ass? With a bullwhip? Yeah. Stuck up his ass? I'm only familiar with Robert Maplethorpe <laughs> and Thomas Kincaid. So yeah. both artists uh, w- with a known penchant the painter of Christ. for, for uh, bullwhips up asses. Right. Inside then- every one of those cottages, no matter how idyllic it looks... Every single family member, even yeah. the tiniest babies, dark bullwhips are, up their ass. Ha- are happening behind those. And doors. you'd think that they would have smaller bullwhips to go up the babies' asses because they're smaller, but nope, regular sized bullwhips. Don't the baby aren't the babies just uh, you know like hand jobbing it? The, those kids are going to have trouble later in life. I see. They're they're going to be unable to uh, unable to enjoy a hand job without a bullwhip up their ass. Oh, that that would be hard. <laughs> So I just went to take some Pepto-Bismol, uh, but I didn't have any Pepto-Bismol, so I just drank like half a bottle of hydrogen peroxide. That ought really? to do the same thing, right? I think I think it does. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, that's that's really how they get you. You it, know, they add food coloring and milk. That's how they make Pepto-Bismol. Milk, food coloring, and hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, yeah. So by just using the hydrogen peroxide, you you know, you've cut out the middleman. Yeah. That's how I just use a, like I usually wash my hair with just a whale placenta. Really? Mm-hmm. How how long has that lasted you? A really long time. I mean, they're big. They're big. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. you just keep one in the freezer, and you you know you slice up. You use like an electric knife to slice a chunk of it off, and then you melt it in the. You can melt it in the shower. I mean, that's the nice thing about being in the shower is if you want to defrost meat, you just kind of hold it over your head. Right. Then it sort of bastes you too. Do you do that with the regular meat that you eat also? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah. Oh. Because okay. you're simultaneously defrosting it and washing it. Right. That's pretty good. What about vegetables? Uh, no. 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 That's a terrible idea. Why is that? I don't understand. I don't know. Okay. I didn't really have a reason. Okay. You, you, but you it try over, to keep okay. them it, over, it overcooks them. The reason is that it overcooks them. I see. Yeah. Uh, boy, the idea of food is really grossing me out. Really? Right so maybe yeah. we stop talking about it. Maybe we should. Uh, hey, sorry, listeners. I know. Uh, I know you see. This is just. This is how dedicated I am to this yeah. cause. He's not joking. Uh, so, so uh, my week. Uh, I went on another hike mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Big old hike through the desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it was a desert in the middle of town, which was kind of neat. Went oh. through some tunnels underneath uh, underneath freeways. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, it, it seemed like a good place for a hobo ambush. And we did not get hobo ambushed. Did you ambush anyone else? Uh, no, we saw some rocks. Missed uh, opportunity that that uh, Kevin thought were uh, uh, some sort of monster or a person. Oh. There were just these weird shadowy forms at the end of the uh, the other end of the tunnel. And then you battled a lizard. No, we just actually fought the rocks. Mm-hmm. Did we you had... tear your shirt open so that it looked like? Uh, yeah, I, I thought that real hard. Uh, the one thing that the rock uh, would be afraid of would be Hulkamania. Oh, really? Speaking oh, of which... Uh, not, not the book that you had with you? You're like, ha-ha, rock, I win. Oh, because paper. Paper. The paper would cover rock. Exactly. I see what you, yes. see what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you know what can't be beat? Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. He yes. was so badass that R. the universe R. had to kill him twice mm-hmm. with a simultaneous car accident heart attack. That's how tough that son of a bitch was. Was it in that order? I don't think so. It was heart attack, then car crash. Yeah, but... You know, okay. That no, sounds pretty I mean, mundane. That's how some schlup. Oh, you know, okay, a sh- so you know, a schlup that the car crash made his heart uh, go into attack. That's how a schmuck would die. Attack by mode. having a heart attack and then crashing his car. Oh, Macho I Man, 
it was like simultaneous right yeah oh one same time completely unrelated events is what you're saying yep i see um well they were both related to the universe trying to kill him right and the effect was that he died but one did not cause the other yes uh anyway i'm sad i liked macho macho man randy savage i almost met him once this is a great you story. You almost met him? Mm-hmm. Oh. I saw him. I think I almost might have met him. I was going to get his autograph, but then I didn't. Oh, I see. He was, by the time I walked up, by the time I had worked up the nerve and was walking over towards him, he was done signing autographs and walked away. Oh. They came How to old the, were you? Oh, uh, seven or eight, oh. I'm guessing. Eight-year-old Zach asking for uh, an autograph. I know. I had a picture, a framed picture. Really? Not a framed picture. An eight, eight by ten glossy. Wish right. I knew where that was. Mm. It's pretty cool. You'll yeah. find it. It'll I like how he punctuated every sentence with "Yeah, right." We're gonna do a podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, mm. that's that's what he would say if he were us right now. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't think I did anything other than that hike. That seems like all I do: sit around Just... doing nothing, then hike, and then eat some <laughs> some laxative soup. Uh, we got a bunch of questions. and what, I, I have a, a question for you. Why did you choose uh, five in the scale of hotness? Well, so a long time ago, uh, when I was in London, uh, we were taken by, uh, by, by this friend of ours to uh, some sort of restaurant. It wasn't Thai. Uh, what's another country that's like Thailand? Uh, Laos? Let's or... say Burma. Okay. It was a Burmese restaurant. Or Myanmar. It was a Myanmarese restaurant. It was a Myanmarie calendars. Uh-huh. Um, and what they had was a spicy soup pie. Um, it was cool. It was like <laughs> being in somebody's house. That sounds like a house. great idea, Myanmarie calendars. Mm-hmm. I think you should do that. Actually, just Myanmarie calendars, which are uh, all of the hottest Myanmarie's uh, sure. swimsuit models. Yes. All male, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are any women from Myanmar. No? No. Hmm. It's it's not Myanmar. It, it's man Myanmar. <laughs> Uh, so are they like the shakers where you have to convert? Yeah, you're not allowed for to, them to have you're not allowed population. to ever be a woman. Um, so, oh right, and and you can't be a woman. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, we got we got this extremely spicy soup at this Laos and Myanmarie calendars, and uh, it was excellent. It was really good. It was just like coconut milk and super hot spicy chili oil floating on top of it. And we had it, and ever since then, I've been chasing that dragon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, well, you know, the, the Tom Cog guy's never been hot enough for me, so I'm going to crank it up. Oh, and now the dragon's coming out of you. It, it, the dragon, yeah, it's it's coiled inside my stomach. Uh, mm-hmm. It's angry. Oh, boy. I, the combination of being sweaty from that and uh, being sweaty from the air conditioner not working. Yeah, that must be bad. It's a real, it's a real one-two punch. Because I, I'm uncomfortable right now. And it has nothing to do with my my backside. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the heat. Yes. Well, uh, while while we took that break, uh, I was unable to do anything that made me feel better. Uh, but oh, I did uh, take advantage of that opportunity to email my air conditioner guy. Oh, good. That's the kind of a relationship me and my air conditioner guy have. Right. We're on a we're on an email basis. Yeah. That's it's good. Like, it's like being friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you should Facebook him. I guess I should. I haven't I haven't logged on to Facebook in a good long time though. You haven't? No. Mm. I couldn't stop arguing with people about nuclear power. I was gonna make all of our friends hate us. I don't talk to people about stuff on Facebook. That's probably the right thing to do. I just comment and say, Hey, thanks for sending us the question. Yeah. By the way, send us some more questions. Also, support nuclear power, you dipshit. 
it's 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 safer than uh, everything being powered by uh, piezoelectric car. crystals in the soles of your shoes. Also, here's here's a thing. Okay. Don't uh, don't get all holier than thou about having a low impact on the environment if you're using Facebook, because Facebook requires like a billion pounds of coal a day in order to exist. <laughs> all of the cool technologies do. Yep. Yeah. And you know, that's what we do. We consume resources. Clean and dirty. We we rape worlds. That's what the Mostly this is. one. Someday we'll rape other worlds. How do they rape other worlds? Like Thor does. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Thor he, really he, just, he gives really. them a real hammering. <laughs> yes. Uh I went and saw uh Priest, which was uh, pretty awful. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I expected it to be pretty awful. Okay. It was, but it was worse than, it was, than your expectation of no, pretty awful? No, it wasn't. It was, it was exactly as awful as oh, I expected okay. it to be. The, the very first line in the movie, there are some guys that are like, there are some guys with crosses tattooed on their faces, mm-hmm. and they're going into a hive of vampires, mm-hmm. which you know is a hive because there's a, there's a little tile, a title screen that says something something hive. Oh, okay. You know, like like the San Diego Hive. Yes, I think it was San Diego Hive. No, it was Solo Rosa. It was uh, Solo Rosa. The Red hive? Sun Hive. Okay. It was uh, Soledad. It was the Imogen Heap Hive. Okay, that's the a good Imogen Hive, hive Heap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first line is a guy saying, "This feels like our grave." Which, and was it? it uh, no, actually, none really? of them. None of them out. died in there, but. That he should the, have said, I've got a bad feeling about this. That is just the most awkward phrase. I don't think that anyone under any circumstances would ever utter that phrase. Unless they were walking into a grave. The, that was specifically for right, them. That they were unsure of it being a grave. Right? Maybe so. You would have to be unsure because you would say, it feels like a grave. I don't know if it is a grave, but it feels like it. Maybe some grave diggers play this game where oh, they yeah. dig they dig graves is this a grave and then and then they get super drunk and they pass out and they wake up in the middle of the uh-huh. night when they there's no you. light at all they blindfold you and say turn right, around whose grave do you think this is uh this feels like our grave uh-huh. ah, you're right you're yeah. right buddy and Sweet. then the friend that's up on the surface starts filling it in yeah yeah and if you manage to get out in time you win the prize which is a sterling silver shovel oh i thought it was just the rest of your life oh right yeah you win the you win the prize of not being buried alive today (laughs) and a horrible story of being drunk and being buried alive they have to uh for yucks they they have to do what they can to make that job entertaining because it's just digging holes yeah you know you can you can glorify it all you want you can it's a grave digger call them a call them a mortuary engineer I gotta imagine that a lot of grave diggers are uh, have a really good outlook on life. You think? Yeah, I do. Do you think a lot of them have bulldozers these days or backhoes? I think they have backhoes. You could really? dig a do grave you, with a bulldozer. You... you could maybe dig a mass grave. No, you, with a you need one of those backhoes. Yeah, or a bulldozer. I mean, maybe they I have those, they dig a lot those of mini with ones. A mini backhoe? Yeah, the little ones, like, like on the, the playground, the, the ones one that person? are on a spring. <laughs> Yeah, and you sit on it and pretend to dig a grave I, in the sand. I always really wanted to uh, go to a school that had one of those. A backhoe on a oh, like one of those sandlot construction. Yeah, uh, yeah those things are awesome. I think they I they reserve those for the fancy cool. schools. There's I I remember that there was one in Tempe that um, ASU took over their property. It, that was not a fancy elementary. That's got to be way too. They had one of those. It's got to be way too dangerous for modern playgrounds, man. It's all. You think so? It's yeah, they don't. There, they can't even use sawdust anymore because somebody might get a splinter. Really? Not because they're allergic to sawdust? Oh, right. Because the sawdust usually has AIDS. 
sprinkled oh, in it. I, I thought it's because it usually has peanuts in it. Well, it's tree aids. Oh, they could be. Yeah, tree aids. You know those the, those playgrounds where it's just a bunch of peanut shells on the ground. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm misremembering uh, just spending a lot of time on the floor of bars as a child. <laughs> sure. Um, as a kid, I, I used to think those bars were awesome. The ones that were restaurants where you would, you know, get a bunch of peanuts and then you would just throw the shells down. Yeah. It felt very, uh, very medieval. Uh, there was that one where we grew up that also had uh, 10 cent wings on Mondays. And sometimes you'd go and you'd get the spiciest wings and then you didn't even have to get a ride home because you could just propel yourself home on geysers of diarrhea. Is that what you did? Sometimes. Is that maybe that's what you were hoping uh, tonight? Yeah, but then, I, but then I got tired of waiting, so I just drove home. Sure. Uh, well, we got some questions from the Gmail. We got some questions from the Facebook. We got some questions from the Twitter. And we should, yeah, that's uh, great. These people are beating down our doors, waiting for waiting for some of the advice that we got. They mm-hmm. just want a taste. Dulcet. They want a taste, and we should give them a taste. But first, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Okay. <laughs> So tonight's cocktail was arrived at by uh, me randomly calling out a page in a book and then Roy asking me for a number from one to five, and I said five, because that's been you serving me four. really well. Thanks. Thanks for ruining the joke, buddy. Oh, it was five, hilarious. Five was the joke? It was hilarious up until now. Oh, what was it? Uh, anyway, it's, it was a whiskey sour. I mean, a vodka sour. Vodka sour? It was mm-hmm. a vodka sour. Uh, we had all the funny. ingredients for that. You had to be there. Okay. I mean, you were, but... I was you there. had to be there and paying attention. So two parts vodka, one part lemon juice, bunch of sugar, shake it up, pour it in a glass, drink it. Tastes like rubbing alcohol and lemon juice. Mm-hmm. It's very delicious. I don't like vodka. I've never really been into vodka drinks. Really? Even the, the um, what, the screwdriver? Isn't that the first drink that anyone ever drinks? Mm-hmm. Other than beer? We had vodka and grapefruit juice. That was the, first, the first time I ever got drunk. It was on vodka and grapefruit juice. It was... Donald Duck grapefruit juice and Donald Duck vodka. Really? No. I don't I think th- there's any such thing as Donald Duck vodka. <laughs> I bet there is. Um, I thought you really liked those, right? Isn't that the Greyhound? Uh, or Greyhound is something else. With that is a Greyhound, but I don't okay. like those. I like Salty Dogs, which is gin and grapefruit juice. Oh, with salt I see. On the rim, yeah. A lot of times they'll make them with vodka because they don't know what the hell. I see. I, and maybe, you know, maybe I can't tell the difference. Maybe I don't hate vodka drinks. Maybe I'm just a dick. That that could be. Sorry for the rubbing alcohol does go with the peroxide that I drank mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, it's working. It's like the it's like the double deuce of uh, a medicine gargle of medicine. You know, you, they're they're near each other at the store. <laughs> Bottles mm-hmm. of isopropyl rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide. So are they're often on chapstick. The, oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And rightly so. Those do go together. And tampons. Mm-hmm. Tampons yeah. and condoms. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the things that go in vaginas aisle. Sure. Also, broom handles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's that, a, that's a store you're... for witches. And ice pops. <laughs> yes. And bananas. <laughs> and cob- corn cobs. And hot dogs. Did you have that uh, story when you were in junior high mm. of some girl that went to some other school? Yep. Haven't we talked about this on the podcast before? I don't know. I think that we have. Surgically removed thing. It we have. Tammy, okay. Tammy Tucker, the hot dog fucker. Yes, we have talked about this. We have. Uh, my memory is terrible, so I'm know, probably going to repeat myself yeah, a lot. There's going to be one set of footprints here because it will be then that I carried you. My memory is terrible, too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything that happened, I mean, 10 years ago, much less four weeks ago. Do you feel it's like um, one of those video games where the 
the future before you is all compressed and then the past is all compressed and all you can focus on is in the present uh even one of those video games like jason roarer's passage exactly just like that one video game where uh as the things leave your your view they just disappear into you know little pixels that is how i always described being stoned Mm -hmm. uh it's like you're in a bubble where everything outside the bubble either in the past or in the future just it doesn't seem real. important yeah yeah and you can't remember anything outside of what happened 10 seconds ago sure and you can't remember anything that's going to happen any more than 10 mm-hmm. seconds from now were you ever in junior high and you had the story about the girl who uh had to have a hot dog surgically removed yeah because she pierced her nose uh, she had a hot dog in her uh, septum do you think she had to ice that really well? Probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, what you do, you hold a potato against one side of your nose, and then you you get the hot dog as cold as you can, and then just with liquid like, nitrogen, you, you make a stabbing motion. Uh-huh. What? I got to stab her three times? No, no, no. You got to stab her once. Uh, the day I bring a bitch that wants a hot dog through a sternum to your house, that's the day that I stab her. Good. Yeah. Good recollection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only remember that because I've seen that that movie about the hot dog septum piercing right probably a hundred times right most people have i mostly just watch the same movie over and over again right that's what i do to entertain myself the hot dog chronicles yeah um so while we uh made this drink i also decided that i should taste some of this uh delicious hot soup that zach uh, ate that made him feel so ill and uh, apparently he had a lot of it, and I had a tiny bit, and I can very much see how he is suffering some intestinal distress right now. Mm-hmm. Because you're su- you're suffering a very small amount of intestinal distress? I didn't, but it was, um, you know, kind of burpy and feeling like, oh, if I had a lot of this, it would definitely not, not treat me well. Mm-hmm. It was very delicious, though. So maybe you'll have like a, like a, what do you call an eagle cub? An eagle cub? Like an eagle hatchling. Uh, you'll an have a, eaglet. Scre- a screaming eaglet. <laughs> A screaming igloo. Sure. That's when you eat uh, too many popsicles. But it'll just you. happen the next time I fart. It'll, maybe a little extra will, will come out with that. Hmm. It was an, it'll was it be electric. Isn't that what your dad Yeah, my described? dad used to call, call certain farts electric. And uh, his explanation is when they had a lot of juice in them. Hmm. Well, your dad and his fart jokes. Yeah, he has a few of them, doesn't just he? Just never stops. I think a lot of dads have, have fart jokes. I think that's uh, something that has been carefully passed on. Are you confusing fart jokes and mustaches again? Because you do sometimes. I thought that they go hand in hand. You're always wanting to celebrate uh, my know, fart stash. Fart joke march. <laughs> where everybody grows a fart joke. Yeah, <laughs> farts are the, very ironic right the now. Worst place for a fart joke is right there underneath your nose. <laughs> it would be. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good. So how do you feel about the cocktail, Roy? Oh, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, it is more sour than I expected it to be, but you know, I should have expected it to be pretty sour because it's called a vodka sour. A friend of mine made uh, what he described as an authentic whiskey sour at one point, and I'm. It was made with like egg white and a tremendous amount of of sourness to it. Egg uh, white. Yeah, like frothy egg white, like a lot of old style cocktail like recipes will have an egg white and yeah, like a like a stirred up egg white to give it some to give it some texture. And really? uh, I'm I'm really glad that I had it, but it was not very good. It was just it was kind of like drinking a glass of lemon juice. Really? Yeah, and it was it was just and it was like is that the sour somewhere. in it? The lemon I juice? Yes, I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't actually watch him make it. He just told me there was egg white in it. 
So where do you get the recipe books that have the really old drinks so that you can try these? Because the oldest drink book that I have or group of recipes is from the 50s. Well, here's what you do. You get in your DeLorean, you go and you get a cocktail recipe book from the future. And then you go back to the past and give it to somebody and then he can make a ton of money betting on cocktails. Mm -hmm. And then you trade him for a book from the, the past. And then that's how oh, you get it. Okay. So it's really complicated and hardly anybody... Because it would seem... Well, your your book... Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, but your book would also be pretty valuable, right? Because these would be all unheard of recipes. I, do you think that... Because the guy lost... in the past would only use the future recipes. Oh, right. Like, you know, like a like a space martini. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, would get all, it would get all that 1950s space age cafe. Right. That, that visual. You have some kind of egg-shaped uh, martini glass that it goes into. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you sit inside a fishbowl to drink mm -hmm. it. Uh -huh. Like a big fishbowl. Yeah. And you wear some kind of plastic dress. <laughs> Jane Fonda was there. <laughs> um, hey, have you seen the, Mar the movie Barbarella? I haven't. I don't remember. I've always wanted to. I've seen parts of it, and I don't remember which parts. I, I assume the, the masturbatory parts. Yeah, I saw those parts a bunch. Uh -huh. I don't know. I I think that when I watched Barbarella, it was on television. Okay. It was on the Disney Channel, so they sure. they cut out almost all of it. Uh, what is Barbarella about? I don't, space boobs. I think. Space boobs. Yeah. Really? I In think it's space. about space boobs. But then the joke is that they don't have they they only have sex by taking pills. Oh, like which like Demolition Man? Well, like the they, future, they wore that thing. In the future, we'll be old men, and when you're an old man, you can only have sex by taking pills. That's so in true. A way, People are doing it now. Jane Fonda could tell the future. Wow, and That's welcome amazing. our new uh, Vietnamese overlords. <laughs> Good. Um, in in uh, Sleeper, Woody Allen, uh, they have sex by getting into some kind of machine that looks like a phone booth. Oh yeah. There's a lot of honking noises. I, uh, you know, Sleeper was the first Woody Allen movie that I ever saw. And it made me not, it made me think that all of my friends who had ever said anything good about Woody Allen were just fucking with me. Really? Because I think it is the dumb. It is the dumbest. Thing I really I've ever like seen. that one. That, while I get that they're like, oh, check it out. Uh, they, they, in the future, they have giant vegetables, and then there's a scene centered around slipping on a giant banana peel. Right. Which you know, okay, comment on you know traditional comedic tropes. Right. Whatever. What was the movie you were telling me about where uh, everybody just throws their cigarettes away, and then some laser robot Millennium. shoots the cigarettes? I never saw that, but I... And it was turned into a TV series later. So mostly what I did when I smoked cigarettes was I would just flick them... Like, <laughs> and assume a robot yeah, I would, flick would them laser and, it. Yeah, just say, well, eventually a robot will laser that out of the sky. Oh, sure. That's true. I once got a, I once got a ticket uh, for littering. I have a littering conviction on my record for yeah. throwing a cigarette butt out the back window of a car that I was riding in. And a reservation policeman pulled us over, shed a single tear, <laughs> gave us a littering ticket. And the place that I worked, you had uh, you had a free uh, like fifteen minutes of lawyer a year. Really? Like it was just the school. Free I worked 15 for this. Minutes. I worked for this university, and they had a lawyer on retainer who was there to like just like anybody any employee. But how got, can you beat a rape charge yeah. with only fifteen minutes? It, it's it's tough. You can't even beat a littering charge with only fifteen minutes. I called him and I'm like, hey, is there anything I can do about this? And he was like, no. Like they, they, like your, your time is up. If you if you get up there, that nobody has any sympathy for a guy who throws a cigarette butt out the window of a car. He's like, there's like, there's right. just no way. Just pay it. Just with, pay it. With the danger of wildfires and everything. Stop. I don't think there was a danger of wildfires. There's always a danger of wildfires. I don't think that's true. Hootie says. If that's true, then ashtrays would be against the law. Because what if there's a wildfire in there? 
You ever had an ashtray? You know, you know, ashtray fires. Those smell. Those yeah, smell they terrible. do smell. Uh, did I I'm, ever, I'm always in fear of them. Did I ever show you the thing at the office where uh, we, we had this five-gallon bucket that everybody put their cigarettes out in? Yeah, the one filled with kitty litter? Uh, no, no. This was old. A different one. This was old. Oh, okay. This was just a five-gallon bucket filled with cigarette butts. There wasn't even anything to put oh, them out in. So one day we went out there and there was just this sort of charred circle of melted plastic because apparently a fire had started in the ashtray while somebody wasn't paying attention. Right. And uh, it burned to completion and completely destroyed the five-gallon bucket. And all wow. of the cigarette butts that were in it. And it was like maybe six inches from the house. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm really amazed that almost all of the houses that I've ever been in have, have not, not been burned, down. burned down due to my just negligence and not paying attention to things. Right. Yep. Yeah, me too. Roy, what do you say we help some people? Sure. Um, there's a question that I would like to read before you uh, do it. go ahead. Uh, it's a question that you told me you thought was too nerdy for the podcast, but I, it, it's weighing on me. It's like this black cloud. Uh, when you read this question and start answering it, am I going to want to give you a swirly? No, but you might want to spit on me. Okay. Because, I mean, you know what kind of shape my toilet is in after the soup. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Saga. Uh, Half Void wrote, I want to start watching Star Trek. Where should I start? <clears throat> Why are you just staring at me? Well, because I'm waiting for you to start talking. Oh, I see. Uh, I think you should start with Star Trek The Next Generation and watch all of that. You don't think the original series is a good starting point? There's surprisingly little of it. That is true, but I think for audiences now, they are much too long and slow. They are pretty boring. They mostly take, yeah. place, they mostly take place on the ship. Actually, um, I want to amend, amend that. I would watch the first... Uh, movies like the first I think it's the first five do you think that you would know do you think that you would understand the movies without being familiar with the characters at all it kind of uh, with the motion picture it kind of introduces you to these people and then I guess they're also you, sort of ingrained into culture where even, too, even somebody know who doesn't even somebody who's never seen an episode of Star Trek knows yeah. who Dr. Spock is yeah he's the one that gives all that are. helpful advice about how not to stick bullwhips up your baby's ass sure yeah um, I would start with the movies, and then when it gets to that one where it crosses over into the generations, into next generation, then I would watch that series. And then if you want some more stuff, then watch the rest of the movies, and then watch the other series in whatever order you want. So I would advise starting with uh, Quantum Leap, mm -hmm. and then going on to uh, Farscape, and then following Stargate, get, get, to take another leap. Where uh -huh. you follow Scott Bakula into Enterprise. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. Skip over the beginning song every episode. No, listen to it. Savor it every time. <laughs> I think that's why that series did so bad, so poorly. Okay, so then you need to take a break in between episodes six and seven of Enterprise to watch every movie that Bella Lugosi was ever in. Because otherwise, the stuff that happens in episode seven of Enterprise just isn't going to make any sense yeah, to you. Yeah, that's true. At all. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, then watch. Um, uh, Don't you need to be familiar with the works of Chaucer? Yes. Yes. In episode uh, twenty, everything except the Miller's Tale. I see. If you read that, it will actually mm -hmm. fuck it up, and you'll have to start over. Mm -hmm. um, then watch uh, Sylvester Stallone's Cobra. Mm -hmm. um, watch it up until the point where he puts the match in his mouth. Right, and then you stop it. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. So then you need to get uh, you need to get a video file of uh, the first season of the original series, and not the kind not the one they have on Netflix because that's been remastered to have cooler uh, looking planets. Mm-hmm. Um, watch those backwards, I starting see. at the end of the first season, watching them backwards through the beginning of the first episode. When do you watch the ending credits of Over the Top? Maybe during a bathroom break, like if you if you mm-hmm. if you, that's because that's unrelated to this project, right? So I see. That's an arm wrestling movie, right? Yes, it is. And I also want to know when you uh, sweep the leg. When do you do that? Right, right before the end. I see. Um. Yeah. So I hope that helps you watch Star Trek, you nerd. (laughs) Um. Right. Right now, I'm uh, getting current to watch Stargate Universe. You say that, but it's mm-hmm. really good. She doesn't want to watch the the other ones, but Stargate Universe is... Um, we used to watch Stargate SG-1 when we were drunk to make fun of it, and then we started watching it for real. Yeah, it's really good. And now and now, uh, now all I want is a replica of a no. gun made out of Nakwada. <laughs> yeah, that, that opens up like a penis. Um, the Zat guns, those your, ones that you... What does your penis look like? I don't really want to know. Oh, well, it has sparks that come out of it, it's, and they it, stun you. It has two joints in it, and when you when you get yep. an erection, it sort of pops upwards. Yes, and, and it, out. Yeah. And then uh, one shot will stun you, two shots will kill you. Okay. How many shots does it take to get you pregnant with a Guawuld symbiote baby? <laughs> it takes one worm. Changling Bob writes, My girlfriend and I are looking for university accommodation for the next year. We've been living together in shared student houses for the past three years, but are now looking for a flat so we don't have to put up with any of those annoying normal people. What advice can you give for moving in with a significant other for the first time? I mean, it seems like you've lived with her for a while already. Yeah, I don't I don't know what advice you want other than doing it again. So you already know uh, that you guys can get along in terms of like not always leaving the goddamn filthy dishes everywhere or whatever sort of obnoxious roommate things. Right, of other people. Yeah, well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is... It, it is possible for, like, somebody to be a good girlfriend but a terrible roommate. Sure, I, for I guess so. You have only ever lived with your wife, huh? Right, yeah. You lived with her before you were married. Uh, we still had separate apartments. I'm all serial cohabitating monogamist man. Mm-hmm. I've lived with... How many women have I lived with? I've lived with four? Four, seriously. Yeah, for, like, multiple years. Mm-hmm. Is that all? And I've I've never done that. I Seems mean, like more than that. Corinne and I did, you know, pretty much live together or share, you know, our space. But she still had her apartment that she would stay at, and I still had, you know, my place that I stayed at. I always felt like it didn't. I mean, if you lived in the same town and you were like in a committed relationship, it never made any sense to not live together. Like I know that some people, when they're dating, they see each other like once a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're hanging out every day, it's just obnoxious to have to like sleep somewhere that's not your house half the time and so it always ends up maybe everybody always tells me this is a terrible idea you know we have another friend who is constantly letting women move in with him when he starts dating them and then you know they go crazy and he has to like call the police to come shoot them sure uh, or whatever but they say well his mistake was letting them move in and uh, no his mistake was picking crazy bitches letting them move in is not actually that big of a deal and then so i got i started hearing all these stories about how apparently if you invite somebody to move into your house uh, they legally own your house. What? I think it was a bunch of nonsense stories. It was just, it was like, nope, I totally know this person who, like, if you if you let a girl move in with you, 
mm-hmm. you then can't kick her out without like doing a formal eviction notice and stuff and you basically can't make her leave your house and my response to that is fucking yes you can i don't think that's true that, that's where you uh change the locks and you put all her stuff outside yeah exactly and you know like the police should, should maybe she calls the police and says, he doesn't he didn't give me an eviction notice and you will say she didn't sign a lease she wasn't and renting the, the police right? will say what the fuck get out of here bitch that's what they'll say they i don't probably, think the police will do well, that they'll, they'll say they're, they'll, they're they'll nice go back people. to the station house and they'll so police uh, firemen slide down that pole uh, when they want to get downstairs in the uh-huh. in the firehouse, police actually have these crazy escalator poles where they walk into the building like a normal person, mm-hmm. but then they ride the upward escalator pole up to the policeman's lounge where they say, boy, you know what I should have said to that woman? Get out of here, bitch. Uh-huh. Wow. It's weird. Yeah. That's what that room is for. Is just, it's, it's a lounge for them to sit around saying what they wish that they had been able to say mm. to the people when they were out on the street i should have a room like that because that's how i feel after we record these you think like, of all these things you wish yeah, that you had said all the time that were more vulgar uh, yes usually i really like to filth it up but i don't at the moment you know i, I only in retrospect right mm-hmm. uh you know i don't like living with a girl is like just whatever you know i mean you got you got a job probably <laughs> you go to your job <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, it sucks. So it sucks to live with a girl that has nothing going on, kind of, right? Because, like, what what I find is that not ever having any time by myself makes me really unhappy. So, sure. you know, you, you want to make sure that there is... Y- y- you want to make sure you got shit going on right. that doesn't necessarily constantly involve the other person, right? Which is an argument for living in separate places at times because you do get to be alone. I guess, you do. But then you also have this other place that's not your house, but that you have to spend a bunch of time. Yeah, but you really dislike doing that, right? For oh, me, I hate it. Yeah. For me, when I would visit Corinne at her place, it was kind of like this neat little trip. Did you keep a like a beer in the fridge? I there? kept all kinds of beers in the fridge. Did you, like, oh, how many beers? At least 12. Wow, maybe at that all was times. my problem. I always, like, you whenever, I, to yeah, whenever I would, like, go to a girlfriend's apartment or whatever, there was only ever one beer that I left there. And then I was like, ah, fuck, mm-hmm. I got to remember to get another beer to replace that. And then I'm constantly having to walk to Circle K and get one beer. Wow, and all they nice. have is, like, a fucking tall boy of, of like, Bud Light. Or, or uh, what is that, natural ice? Mm-hmm. So that was your problem is you needed more beer. Yeah, maybe I should, wow, I should go back in time and kick all those girls out and say, get your own apartment, lady. <laughs> Or, time to or start, buy me some more beer. Time to start pulling your own weight around here. I don't know. I don't really have good advice for this because um, I feel that I like having a place, right? Anyone that I ever dated uh, who I was sleeping with, I did not want them to move in with me. Right. But did you like sleeping at their apartment? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Boy, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't mind sleeping in a hotel. I don't mind sleeping in a tent, but I hate sleeping at somebody else's house. Really? Even if it's somebody even if it's somebody that I've just had sex with. Huh. It's weird. So then you'd have sex and then go home. You wake up and there's no No, I didn't. I just I would have sex and I would sleep there and be like, fuck this, just move in with me. God, this is terrible. <laughs> like, cause they got some shitty bed. I mean part of it is like, you know, I'm not gonna date some girl that oh, can afford and, it, that and, can afford a bed as nice as mine. And the thread count was way too low. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I bought new sheets today. Speaking of, speaking of thread count. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 so, count did you go for? Uh, I think I ended up with a four hundred. Oh, um, yeah. Because uh, Egyptian cotton. 
all of the good all of the sheets i wanted to get a good set of sheets because this is one of those things i feel like it's worth spending some money on this this is like some this is like some yeah, cloth like shoes or that pants. you lay on for eight hours every day of your life right Ride glasses so why why is that not the nicest cloth thing that you have mm-hmm. right like i mean ancient medieval tapestries pff, super don't, uncomfortable don't super sleep uncomfortable. on on hay um so uh i went and the only i guess I guess that sheets are are subject to uh, the vagaries of fashion and style because the only things that were available in the sort of quality level that I wanted were fucking animal print sheets. <laughs> really? Like leopard sheets. Tiger oh, sheets. I see. Not, and in not weird colors. They're like when you find not prints them... of little animals on it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it's like the, the Lion King, eight hundred thread count, California King, uh, California Lion yeah, King. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't have a California King. That's just too small. <laughs> California. Would you have cool a, a an Alaska king? Yeah, yeah, a Texas king. It's I like I have my bed. My bed is so big it has its own bathroom. Right. Actually, it's so right big. In the middle. It's so big. There's a part of it that's far enough away from where I sleep that I feel okay pooping there. <laughs> uh So yeah, poop. <laughs> poop on your bed. Is that what your advice is? Yeah. Good luck with that, Changling Bob. Hey, and Changling Bob, thanks for thanks for being a longtime fan and listener. Your name pops up every once in a while. You're like a you're like a you're like a, a beacon of familiarity in a in a crazy topsy turvy turmoil filled yeah. strife life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeta says, being a guy, is it possible to start hanging out with a girl simply as a friend without seeming like you're coming on to her? I like you. I don't want to bang you. Let's go ride bikes. Seems a little crass. Um. <laughs> I personally believe that as a guy, you can't be friends with a girl without wanting to fuck her eventually. Uh, There's some of that, but um, I think that you can be friends with someone without uh, that being an issue. The notable exception, and this is why I like it when guys that I know have cool girlfriends, if it's like your buddy's girlfriend, then that's a girl that you can be friends with Mm -hmm. and just talk to. Oh, so she has to be he has to find her a boyfriend first yes zero that that isn't jealous yeah no. i see well no he no. has to hook her up with one of his friends oh one so of his friends not friends just a boyfriend yeah because okay. because that so there, there are multiple drives right and and this is this is illustrated by uh, a, a principle that that it, that has a very uh, a very catchy phrase uh-huh. which i'll tell you later so you have multiple drives you have the drive to fuck every girl in the world mm-hmm. and then you also have the drive to uh to to like sort of protect the 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 safety and and well-being of your male friends and Mm -hmm. that second drive totally supersedes the first one bros before hoes i don't think so so you will never want to fuck a girl so bad that you will fuck your best friend's girlfriend if you're me at least Uh i I mean i don't think so like i would like i don't know i mean i guess a lot of times male friendships get fucked up because one guy sleeps with another guy's girlfriend right sure yeah they do but i feel like the, that friendship was eventually going to get fucked up anyway. Hmm. Or if you're the kind of guy that will sleep with your best friend's girlfriend, you don't deserve to have friends. So really, that's just a case you don't of the world to have being that fair. one a friend. Yeah, sure. Okay, it, like, I, if I you don't like that, him but... enough to not fuck his girlfriend, you're not really that good of friends. Right, but but you were talking about the drives as if they were like a the biological drive is to have sex with as many women because you want to procreate with them. Right, that, like that's the imperative. Being alive, you want to make more life. I don't really overthink it. Okay. It seemed like you were. Well, no, it's just, it, it, you know, like, wake up in the morning. What am I? Uh, gonna die. Gonna die. Gotta fuck a lot of girls. Right. Gotta make a lot of, 
Got to make a lot of art and fuck a lot of girls. Sure, but but what I'm saying is that um, that compulsion to to make life or to you know to have sex with girls. I mean, I know I, that you like to refer to it as making life, and I, I, when I just describe it as fucking, having you feel life. like that's super crass. <laughs> I think you can uh, be friends with a girl, but uh, you also have to not flirt with her or lead her on, or ever right? get drunk. Right. I mean, like it's you're eventually going to accidentally fuck her. Like if if you are near a girl and she's not related to you and she's not one of your buddy's friends, you are eventually accidentally going to fuck her. I don't her. think. Well, that that might be in your case. There are plenty of girls that, that I haven't had sex with. Oh, you can make friends with ugly girls. Attractive girls that, that I haven't had sex with. Oh, no, not you. You're a sissy boy. Oh, I'm saying for okay. a man. I'm saying for a man oh, with red with red hot blood in his veins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not you know you guys you, you're you're a Latin lover. You're you're smooth, right? You mm-hmm. you do more of a you do more of a smolder than an explosion. <laughs> yeah. And with me, every yeah, girl I see, leak. it's like love explosion. Uh huh. Yeah. <sighs> Richard says, "Dear advice, hot dog." How can I make a living as a fiction writer? I've sold a few stories to magazines, but it seems like so much of it is out of my hands. I just want to be a, I, I, I just want to be successful enough to support myself by writing fiction. Stories, novels, comics, video games, screenplays, whatever. Any advice? Thanks. P.S. Roy has a very soothing voice. I appreciate that. I, I resent the implication that by comparison, my voice is not soothing. Richard, thank you very much for that. Um, well... It seems like you're doing the right thing, which is to just keep writing a lot of stuff. Yeah, if you've already sold some stories, that's kind of the right direction. It's got to be, you know, right? that's got to be encouraging. I mean, keep in mind, though, that there are only so many spots in the world for people who get paid to write, right? So if you're not going to be happy unless you're successful, th- that's a different thing than, like, not being happy unless you're not writing, no, you're not happy unless you're saying you're financially successful. Financially successful, right. yeah, because that if you are doing it as a means to an end, that end being if you are like I love to write and it would be nice if I got paid to write, mm-hmm. then it seems like you know just just keep writing, right? And maybe it works out and maybe it doesn't, but it's not like you know going to college for something you're not interested in because you heard that you can get a job that pays a lot right. or whatever, right? But you know, it doesn't seem like that's where he's coming from. It's. I think the answer is always the same with every creative. You endeavor. just have just, to write a lot, and just, you have to have people read it, and you have to, you know, be involved with that. That said, that leads into this other question that's kind of interesting. Um, because wait, I are you saying these previous ones weren't interesting? Oh like no, the, these not were at all. the appetizers. Yeah, those were the, boring. Those were boring questions. To the meal. Yeah. Everybody knows how I feel about women. <laughs> sure. Nobody wants to listen to. Nobody wants to listen to my ridiculous bullshit. In, okay. my, in my ridiculous, Read. non-soothing voice. <clears throat> David writes, Dear Advice Hot Dog. Oh, God, that screeching. <clears throat> Go ahead. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, I think I'll I'm allow so- <laughs> Axel Rose to read this next question. Uh, I've been making a webcomic since late 2003 without much in the way of readers. Is it worth continuing to spend time on this if the only appreciable gain is that I enjoy making comics, or should I be using the hours I spend on this doing something more productive? For context, I have a full-time job that pays the bills, and I probably spend 25 or 30 hours a week working on the comic. That's a lot of time. That is a lot of hours. That is a lot of time to be spending on something that, you know, if it was going to take off, it would have probably taken off by now. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot out there. If your goal is for it to take off. So here's, here is something that will happen, right? Mm-hmm. 
if you do something 25 or 30 hours a week for eight years, you're not going to be able to help but get good at some shit. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and I, you know, I looked at his comic. I, when I looked at his comic, I was only able to see one, uh, one of them. Yeah, and me too. I was, it was on my phone and I couldn't read any of the text. So oh, I, I don't know I did. if the, I don't know if the comic is any good, but it looks good. It right. looks well drawn. I did read it. And, um, I actually meant to go back and read, uh, more of them because it's an ongoing story. Okay. Uh, but the little bit that I did read made me want to know what happened before and what's going to happen in the future. So I think that's a good sign. Okay. Right. It was very well done and it looked like a real thing. So you could try something else. You could try doing something else, right? Like a new project use using these, the same use these skills. skills on a new project. Sure. Like put the thing on. A, so another thing you can do, put the, put that comic on hiatus and maybe people will complain and then you'll be like, oh, people do like it. Right. I you guess know? that's true. Also, if you've been doing it for this long and you see the only tangible benefit is that you enjoy doing it. I mean, what that is know? a benefit. Yeah, that is like that's really all you can hope for at the end of the day. Right. I spent a bunch of time doing some stuff that I enjoyed. Mm hmm. You got this pretty impressive body of work. That could get you laid. You'd be like, look at this. Check out this awesome train set that I made. It fills up my whole garage. Yeah, I don't think that's the reason that he's he's doing it. Ooh, and it's like a time train. It starts mm -hmm. out with the original series, and then it goes on to the next generation section of the train. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll post a link to his comic on the Facebook. Do it. Because mm -hmm. I, I think maybe some people should check it out and see what they think. Brian writes, Hey Roy and Zach, we have two cats who are, as cats tend to be, largely nocturnal creatures. They're just getting into the swing of things as we're going to bed. What do you suggest we could do to allow us to get some more sleep of the unbroken variety? Have no. a baby. <laughs> Is that what makes cats calm down? Well, no. So you have a baby which keeps you up all night. And then you sleep during the day while, then the, it baby, while the baby is at work. Right. So and the when cats you're are awake, asleep. then the uh, cat. Yeah, that's good. That's a good plan. Yeah, have a baby. Um, you know, I've had this problem before, and I've I've tried to get my cat to drink alcohol to settle him down at night, and he won't do it. Zach, what should I do? <laughs> I don't know. I've always I've had a you know I've had this one cat for a long time, mm -hmm. and when I go to bed, she just hops up onto the bed and goes to sleep, and then yeah when i get up she gets up uh, ours does also uh he complains when when i pick him up and put him in the bedroom but then once i put him on the bed he he lays down he immediately goes to sleep yeah what it's i like do a is chicken you put his head under his wing and it just immediately <laughs> falls asleep uh your cats may not be outdoor cats which may be part of the uh reason um i make sure that our cat who is an outdoor cat is always outside during the day First of all, because we don't have a, a litter box inside at all. Um, but then he gets to explore and do stuff all during the day. And then at night, when we feed him his last bit of food, then he has to go his, to bed. You mean his last bowl of blood? His last As bowl of blood. As we've established, you mostly feed your cat blood. Blood mixed with beer. Mm -hmm. What do they call that? Bloody beer. Hey, Roy, let's uh, help some folks on Twitter. Okay. Uh, Lacerig writes, advice hot dog. My birthday is on the 23rd. I will be turning 24. What is the best way to celebrate on a budget? Well, my advice would be to get some better friends because if you have to pay for anything on your birthday, that means your friends are dicks. Unless you're throwing the party. Whenever you throw a birthday party for yourself that you invite people over to, most of the time you pay for everything. I've always thought it was a bad move to throw a birthday party for yourself. Because mm. what if you throw a birthday party for yourself and nobody comes? 
See, I've if you, never experienced that. If somebody else, well, of course you haven't, buddy, because you are a party draw. You mm-hmm. are a party animal. I'm also a party drunk. You're the party machine. Uh, anytime I'm having a party and it turns out that you can't show up, I just cancel the party because I know that no one will show up. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Mm-hmm. I wish I had friends. <laughs> uh, don't throw a party for yourself. Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Corinne loves having a birthday party. I no longer throw birthday parties for myself because uh, I'm kind of sick of spending a bunch of money to throw a birthday party. But she always does it. And so you go all out it. on parties, though. You buy a bunch of food for everybody. As opposed, What you do is you say, I'm having a birthday party. If you want there to be anything, fucking bring it. Br- like, bring it. Yeah, bring, bring it. it. Bring like, it. Like, you step to it. Yeah, you step up to it. You, the streets. You step up to the... You do it 3D. You tails from the hood. <laughs> you tail spin that shit. Um, you spin it. Let's begin it. You could have a uh, bring your own 12 pack to my birthday party because. That's the theme. <laughs> bring your own 12 pack party. Enchantment under the sea. Sure. I mean, a potluck is always the budget thing for a party, right? Zombie sandwich party. Zombie sandwich. Yeah, party? he dresses a zombie and bring a sandwich. Oh, okay. If, okay, That's you get everyone good. to bring a party sub, and mm-hmm. then A, you have plenty of food for the party. Right. B, you have plenty of food for like several weeks. Right. Exactly. Because all the those one thing lunches. about party subs, so good the next day. Yeah. And the day after that, and the day after that. Mm, How many days? Many. Twelve. Several weeks. Twelve days. The twelve days of sandwiches. Uh, Jalandi says. You know what? You you should you should talk to this lacerate guy. When somebody buys you a drink, what do you order? Does it change if it's a girl or a guy? What would you recommend? So there's two tactics, right? Give us an example. Well, if a girl if a girl tries to buy you a drink, if you're like sitting at the bar and you're like you know staring glumly at the bartender, wishing that you could afford to buy yourself a drink because it's your birthday, right? Girl walks up and says, "Hey, stranger, can I buy you a drink?" You got two choices. You say, you "Yes, can, it's my birthday." You can try. You can try. Yes, I, I haven't got my birthday blowjob yet either, honey. Mm-hmm. And then I, she, no, you should start with a hand job she because you're guaranteed well, to get that no. one. A stranger. If you ask yeah. a stranger at a bar who's offered to buy you a drink, I mean, if a girl offers to buy you a drink at a bar, she's only interested in one thing, you know. And if she's not using her hand to get you off, you shouldn't address like that. You shouldn't address in your pants with the hole in the front that says "hand job here," <laughs> and a little arrow. I'm with hand job. <laughs> Uh, so you got you got two 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 avenues you can go down. You can try to let her know that you're sensitive and kind of a pussy. You can order like, oh, I'd like a mimosa. It, I'm assuming this is a breakfast bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's noon. Um, uh, no, you know, you order a, a fuzzy navel, right? You uh-huh. order a, a why won't you just order a beer? A brandied peach. I don't I don't know. Uh, but if you or you could go the badass route, say, uh, sure, I'll have. An entire bottle of whiskey. <laughs> sure. Yes. So, I mean, that has the advantage of, like, if she can't afford to buy you that drink, you probably shouldn't date her anyway. Right. Because there's no way she's going to she's gonna keep you in the manner to which you've become accustomed. Right. With your 400 count sheets. Um, uh, if a guy's going to buy you a drink, like, fucking, yeah. I think you're at the wrong kind of bar. <laughs> what if you are buying buying a drink for someone else? What do you do? I let them pick what kind of drink they want. Oh, okay. You don't just buy... Yeah, buy... that's a classless move. And then every once in a while they say, I'd like a... Oh, sure, a vodka Red Bull. And you say, all right, give this bitch a vodka Red Bull, and then I'll see you later. 
that's what you say <laughs> i'm just thinking of the time that you bought a a drink for that that guy at the bar in prescott for uh, michael feldman oh yeah <laughs> i uh yeah buy him whatever's on sale a uh, raspberry kamikaze <laughs> the, he drank it too didn't he he did yeah he did yeah, yeah that's one thing about public radio public radio <laughs> they uh, won't deny personalities they, they will not turn down a raspberry kamikaze i had forgotten about that Memory. Um, bad sp- speaking of talking to michael feldman at a bar beowulf says uh is asking a woman out just a 50 50 chance or are there signs to look for first a friend and i always miss them if so i, I mean there is the point of view that anything is a 50-50 chance because either it will happen or it won't. Right. right? It's always 50-50. Um, I, I mean... Is there a different ratio? You shouldn't ask a girl out if you don't think there's a pretty good chance that she'll say yes, right? I mean, you just like call everybody in the phone book. Hey, you want to go out? Hey, that guy in Germany, your friend from Germany, tell the, tell us this anecdote about this. There was this guy in Germany who uh, I wasn't really uh, friend, you know, close friends with him or anything. I just met him a couple times, but... His tactic is that he would go to the dance club and dance and drink and whatever, but then uh, he would walk from one girl to the next telling them, I'm going home now. Are you coming with me or do you want to come with me? Whatever. It was in German, so it sounded different. Uh, And he would do that until one would and eventually, you know, one always did. I've heard that Europeans are more, more excited about casual sex. Are they? I, I actually have that heard, wasn't my, my I actually have heard I was that ge- you're too nice you, I would like, I, no I was I was trying real hard you were trying but you were trying to be real real nice to every girl yeah in the hopes would that you she would please like to have sex with me if you're not too busy yeah no I I, I mean I, because, I, you, because you were speaking broken German it probably yeah. came across as something like that would you please like to have sex with me if you're not too bothered, sir, would you please like to have <laughs> sex with me? But they were ladies and they were offended. Yeah, they got mad. They're like, oh, no, I, and, I should and, never have gotten this new German fashionable haircut yeah. that makes me look like no, in those days, I'm hair. What, what girls could smell off of me was more of, would you please like to have a long relationship with me? I think that's the truth. Yeah. Because you weren't your, your Catholic guilt caused you to not be willing to have sex with anybody that you weren't planning to marry yes exactly so, i was always planning to marry them. you figured out ways to trick yourself into planning to marry a lot <laughs> yeah a lot of girls there in a short span of time it was that was weird it made orgies especially awkward for you because it's like ah, oh, i'm gonna well, marry all these people you know, all right i need to yeah i need to convert to mormonism um you know because only it, fundamentalist mormons Let, let's get real sure, here sure sure uh, and mostly only you know, only Bill Paxton's Mormons 100, 100 years ago Mormons um, Bespin also uh, who who asked us about the self-esteem question I feel like we were kind of mean to him if, we, if I, I was thinking I was about an actual him. person you, you, you weren't mean to him I, yeah. I was mean to him I, I actually assumed that Bespin was a girl uh, do you think Bespin is a, a boy oh I don't know Yeah, okay. is I wasn't trying name. to be mean to you uh, I went to a funeral recently. There was a lot of religious talk, but I am an atheist. I'm glad I went. Am I a hypocrite? No. No. Nope. You're just a person who is existing in society with other people. And, yeah. you know, the better the better you get at existing in society with other people, the less you ever have to even think about the fact that you're an atheist. Right? Doesn't need to come up in conversation. Doesn't need to change the way that sure. you go to your grandma's you don't have to house. To be all religious yeah, about it. it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're. You know, somehow it's not cool for you to be around people who are. You know, I mean, 
just no, it's like vegetarians thing. only hanging out with vegetarians, or you know, that, like that's what divides us is people who only hang out with their own kind. You can you can appreciate religious traditions, sure, and not be a hypocrite for not believing them on on a basic right. fundamental level, right? I mean, they're, I mean, not. <laughs> I mean, people who are religious don't believe everything that their religion is supposed to be. You know, yeah. you only believe what you believe. You only believe what you want to believe. Sure. I mean, no one can make you believe more. Roy, yes. are you ready for the stinger? Is it time for the stinger? I think it's time for the stinger. All right. I'm ready for the stinger. All right. I don't say it as well as you do. I, I You say it, it again, please. Stinger. I exaggerate yeah, that's that. Good. I exaggerate that first S on purpose. See, yeah. when you say it, it's too soothing. It's too... Yeah. It's impossible to have a soothing People sting. People fall asleep at this point. We don't want them to. Aquinas Maximus says, stinger, appetizer or dessert? Only enough money for one. That's uh, good. I like that last part. Yeah. Right? The... Well, because that makes it a really easy answer, which is just fucking eat at home. If you can't afford, <laughs> if you can't afford to have both dessert and an appetizer, not that no, it's a good idea no, no, no. to have I, both, but if you can only afford to have one, I disagree with that. There are many times that we would go to the bar at midnight uh, because we knew at midnight we would get paid, or we only had enough money, you know, like twenty bucks in our accounts, and we would have to do that. Right, but we ate at home so that we could afford to drink. Yeah, but out. maybe that person isn't a drinker. Maybe their thing is appetizer or dessert. I don't believe that a person would listen to this podcast. I would podcast. choose appetizer. Really? Yeah. Because I think I would choose dessert. Really? So here's my problem with the appetizer in general. There is never a restaurant that will serve, except a French restaurant, maybe mm -hmm. in France, or a French restaurant here. There is never a restaurant. That's why you can't afford both. That will serve you a reasonable amount of food. Like... The smallest amount of food that you can get is way too much fucking food. Right. And you can eat it all, and then everybody in America dies of dies of super fat. Right. right? That... So the, the appetizer, you, you save room for dessert, right? But the buying an appetizer is like saying, I'm going to just waste even more of my meal. Well, see, I don't buy appetizers that way. I mean, I will either use the appetizer as the meal part or if we are in a group or if I'm with more people where enough people will eat some of it that it makes sense. There's nothing in an appetizer that you can't get out of an entree. There are a lot of things in a dessert. That, what about like, fried you mushrooms? You can't get that in an entree. You can have it be an entree. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying is that... <clears throat> You, if your you, goal is if your goal is novelty, if your goal is to have a lot of experiences, which mine is certainly, sure. Dessert is a thing that you can only get by having dessert. Appetizers are a thing that you can get by having them as an appetizer or just eating them. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, say potato, okay. like okay, something like potato skins are gross. Don't eat them. Uh, I like potato skins. Jalapeno poppers with cream cheese, delicious. Have them as a meal and then have dessert. Problem solved. But what you can't do is have dessert instead of anything else, because what are you, Candyland man? You're gonna have you're gonna have a, a, a creme brulee omelet for breakfast. No, you're gonna have an omelet with ham and shit in it, and then you're gonna have a creme brulee for breakfast dessert. Okay, made out of your own eggs. <laughs> I gotta say though that if if you and I, for for instance, were to go to an establishment. I would get the appetizer, you would get the dessert, and then we could share and both have a little bit of each. I mean, I can eat no fat. And you, you can, can eat, eat no, no wrong. Lean. Yeah. <laughs> two two of the things that I eat make a wrong. 
Roy, we've yes. helped a lot of people tonight. And if we want to help I some feel more, like we have. how would they get a hold of us? Uh, they would write to us at advicehotdog at gmail.com. They would send us a message on Twitter, which is at advicehotdog. They would send uh, or write a message in our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash advicehotdog. Uh, join the discussion there. A lot of people interact and sometimes start to interact with each other. Uh, a lot of a lot. Of, you could you could meet a spouse. Sure. You could yeah. meet. Uh, you could meet. A... Meet a stalker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they can also send us the phone calls, which we really like. I think we might have missed a phone call that. Uh, we had read I, what well, I like be like putting because them of together. the editing I like doing I like waiting until we get three or four usable phone calls and then doing sure. doing one yeah. show where we take phone so calls. send us some usable phone calls and uh, you can call in to 769-218-9225 that spells Roy 218 Zach Z-A-C-K send us some questions guys give us give us a rating on iTunes because that makes people like us it does it validates us I would us. really really like that give I also us a really review like, if, you, if you like yeah, it enough yeah uh, go to the website advicehotdog.com and you can uh, look at all of our links and that sort of thing there if you don't use iTunes then uh, that has a link to the RSS feed yep tell your friends to listen tell your friends to yes, send please. us some questions even if they don't listen tell your friends to send us some questions if your friends ask you for advice pass it on to us yeah we don't, we don't know that it's not your question i also like this method i i feel that you could send in questions about your friends they don't need to know oh just ask, ask, yeah, for just them. ask on their behalf yeah i'm a total bitch what should i do to stop being so fucking lame yeah that, that's a good example um, and what's the other thing? We're going to start releasing the episodes on Tuesday, which you will know because you have gotten this episode on sure. Tuesday. I won't stop eating all of Brad's cream cheese. What the fuck is wrong with me? Signed, Brad. I mean, Brad's roommate, Dora. <laughs> uh, what else? Is there an... Oh, yeah. There's one last thing is um, next week's episode might be a couple of days later because we will be at the Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah, come see us at Fuzzy Balls Apparel or the Kingdom of Loathing Table yeah. at Phoenix Comic Con. And we will even have some advice hot dog uh, buttons to give yeah, out so if you'd if like you, some. Oh, do you have advice hot dog buttons? Yeah, they're, they're arriving this week. Cool. And we have uh, cards which have our name on it. Yeah, you know, so people who already know. Yeah, if you, can, if you, can if know if about you listen to the more. podcast, come get one of these cards to remind you where to the listen to the is. podcast. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.